Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Hey everybody, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to have you with us tonight. If you're tuning in for the very first time, I'm broadcasting, we are broadcasting live out of the studios of KDIX AM radio, Dickinson, North Dakota. And we are 
uh, broadcasting to the Dickinson, North Dakota area, and we are also being picked up on their website, kdix.net, and Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. And so we're not sure which way you're all listening, but we've already had people texting us from, we've got people in Montana, people in Minnesota, people in Arizona, people in Michigan, people in Pennsylvania, and Texas so far. It's so good to have all of you listening tonight, and uh, many of you are regular faithful listeners. You can text me tonight, 701-290-7862, 701-290-7862, and we are so happy that you're listening. Pastor Bob is the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church right here in Dickinson, North Dakota, and it's right on Interstate 94. You can't miss it. Uh, we are at 501 Elks Drive. Our next service will be Wednesday night at 7.30, Sunday mornings at 10. And um, we have, the I know I can say, the best location of any church in Dickinson. At least I feel like it is. And we've got, oh, Sister Yvonne and Sister Marin listening in Bowman tonight. Good to have them with us. She just texted in. 701-290-7862. You can be part of the program and um, we've got um, Luke and Becky listening tonight from the Dickinson area. Good to have them with us. Are we Tonight I'm excited to do the program. We've got, and, and keep texting me tonight, and, and if you want to text in and be part of the program, uh, you can also text. If you have scriptures you want to text in, go ahead and text the entire scripture out, not just the scripture reference, because... On radio, it's pretty fast-moving, and sometimes I don't have a chance to look up things. But, oh, the Lunas are listening in Wapaton. Good to have them listening tonight. These are good friends of ours. Good to have them tuned in with us. Sound looks like we got a lot of people listening already tonight. That's exciting, and it's a topic that I'm excited about, something that I enjoy talking about, and I certainly am looking forward to getting right into it. I've got some good music lined up tonight, no no guitar music. Hey, I just got our team from, um, I, sp- I suppose I should quit looking at these texts, our team that goes down to the women's prison. They had 10 ladies tonight in the service down in New England. There's a women's prison, state women's prison, just 26 miles south of Dickinson. And they we have a husband and wife team that have been going down there for many, many years, reaching to the lady prisoners down there. Tonight, I want to talk about something that's kind of near and dear to me and actually something that I've built my entire ministry on in the sense that it makes sense to me. The, uh, you know, this this um, concept that we are not a lot different from each other. And the reason I say I built my entire ministry on this is that when I preach and teach, if it makes sense to me, I'm thinking it should make sense to you. And I'm going to say this several times on the air, but if I can go to heaven, you can go to heaven. And if you can go to heaven, I can go to heaven. I think there is a common human condition. I'm going to start out in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and in verse 10 through 13 is where I'm going to start tonight on this Tell It Like It Is radio show. We're going to title this All in the Same Boat. That's the way I'm going to title it. Paul said, Neither murmur ye... Now, this he's talking about the Old Testament, the people in the wilderness. He said, Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. 
Now all these things happen unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. And this is kind of where we're going tonight. But um, these these verses were written to people who are the disciples of Jesus. He's making a comparison to the Jews as they wandered in the wilderness. Um, he He talks about that we need to stay away earlier in these verses, stay away from from idolatry, fornicators, um, fornicating, uh, people that tempted Christ, and then people that murmured. Now, verse 13 is where we're going to center tonight, and I'm just kind of trying to get my thoughts together. I've got to quit looking at this phone. Uh, I'll, I'll try to give a shout-out later on all the people listening tonight, and you can text 701-290-7862. But in verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 10, it says, There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. And I want to just zero in on this tonight. And here again, this program is going is somewhat hard hitting. I try to make all these programs hard hitting. You know, tell it like it is is the title, but hard hitting in the sense that we all are pretty much the same, and we all face pretty much in our life the same type of things. And because of that, we shouldn't murmur and complain about the state that we're in, thinking that we are the only ones that understand and the only ones that know uh, what's happening. You know, uh, out there tonight listening, is there anyone who has ever felt like giving up or wanted to just leave disappear or die anybody ever felt that way well i'm going to tell you i know what that feels like and i'm not the only one that knows what that feels like you know the human condition is very common like we are very similar in some ways and i realize men and women are different and we think differently but even in the realm of that we are similar. Now, Pastor Bob's never been suicidal, but I know what it is to just wish that I wasn't here. I understand that. And it's kind of, I don't want to sound like a broken record from other programs, but it kind of is, um, oh, I don't know, insulting to me when people think that nobody else could possibly understand what they're going through. Like, is there anybody listening tonight, Brother Lopez in Texas, have you ever been tempted to sin? Well, (laughs) here's the uh, secret, is we've all been tempted to sin. Uh, Jesus was tempted to sin, but he never did. We are all pretty much the same. Has anybody out there ever battled bitterness? Unforgiveness. Have you ever battled that? Well, you may have, and 
And um, sometimes, occasionally, I'll get people that text me different things on the radio that, you know, that talk about things like this. But rest assured that all of us understand it. All of us have had our feelings hurt in our lives. Many times, many people, the people that you associate with, that you think are just so superhuman, have battled forgiveness issues. They've battled hurts. They've battled, uh, like I say, bitterness. Let me read the scripture again in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. And so when somebody gets their feelings hurt and quits serving God and thinks nobody else understands, no, we all understand, or I would say 90% of us understand. Maybe there are people out there that are just so solid and and so uh, spiritual that they've never had their feelings hurt. You know, this... Um, this this uh, topic tonight, I'm going to tell you that you aren't that special. I'm not that special. I am not facing things in my life that others have not faced. People say, well, you know, have you ever struggled with your marriage? Let me just tell you this. Every marriage has, every single marriage in this world, when you put two people, two separate people that have their own identities together, there will be struggle. You know, I think it was Billy Graham's wife one time in an interview many, many years ago, and she'd been married a long, long time at this time. It was on national TV, I guess. I just read about it. But Billy Graham's wife, they asked the interviewer, said, Mrs. Graham, have you ever considered divorce? She said, never. Murder a few times, <laughs> but never divorce. Well, that's funny, but, but the reason it's funny is because we all know that we, we've never thought of murdering our spouse, but we know that what it is to be upset, we understand, and I'm not complaining about my spouse tonight, but there is no such thing as a marriage that has never had a struggle. That's not. And if, if you say that, that that's been your marriage, then you have another issue going on, probably dishonesty. Have you ever worried about your children? My mom's listening tonight. Mom, have you ever worried about your children and your grandchildren? Well, you're not special because we all have worried about our children and our grandchildren. You know, who hasn't lost loved ones? I remember... A lady one time when we were in our old church, she was a very, very troubled person, but she was a backslider. She had been Pentecostal. She was a backslider, possibly was demon-possessed at this time too, but but just very troubled person. And I think it was she that told me that I'm not going to live for God because my grandma died. Well, grandmas that's what grandmas do. Grandmas die. All grandmas die. If your grandma hasn't died yet, she's going to die. All of us face the same things. Who hasn't faced health issues or pain or has family members that have faced them? 
Do you think you're the only person that's ever faced pain? Do you think you're the only person that's ever faced uh, doctors that give you no hope in a diagnosis? See, it's really interesting, and I'm just this is just the first segment of the program, and I'm building this base here. It's really interesting that many people do not think other people understand the human condition. You know, Paul was writing this to the children of God, and if you're a child of God today, we are truly not much different from each other in our feelings and emotions. And once we understand this, many of our excuses to fail, to quit, to do wrong, seem to fall apart. And that's what Paul was talking about when he was saying, don't murmur. You know, don't complain like you're the only one. It would be like living in a group home for blind people and complaining that you're blind to the other blind people. There's no sense in that. We're we're all in the same boat. We all are. Oh, I'm going to take a little break and play this song. This is a song that people like on this radio show. I happen to really like it. And um, it's called The Muddy Mississippi, and it's by a Pentecostal group called the Dunaways. As the devil's right hand Cussed like a sailor Always looking for a fight Rumor was he stole the boy Truck at his eyes Scared the congregation One Sunday in May When he ran up to the altar And they heard Billy say Take me to the river Wash me clean Let my sins drift down to New Orleans Out into the middle of the Gulf of Mexico Everybody followed all the way to the shore In the back of our minds While we stood there and prayed We were waiting for the color of the water to change But it never did It was as filthy as him He popped up out of the water And he said it again Take me to the river Wash me clean Let my sins drift down to New Orleans Out into the middle of the Gulf of Mexico
singing and uh great lyrics I, I like that song i i'm a music guy so i like music i i i'm not like a professional musician but i like to play my guitar i didn't bring into the studio tonight i like to sing but i like well-written songs i like uh, good music and good lyrics and i like pentecostal singers that put those together i've got some um good singers that come to our church and um, some grandsons that are great guitar players and good singers, and I hope they become great songwriters, and I've encouraged them, if you're going to write a song, put a lot of thought into those lyrics. A well-written lyric is a great thing. The um, Brother Griff, Griffith just texted me a scripture. I may use that. We've got everybody listening that tonight. Thank you so much. People are texting me. A lot of people seem to be listening tonight, 701-290-7862. Brother Tim from North Carolina texted me also. Good to have him with us, a faithful listener, regular listener. We're talking about how we're all in the same boat. The human condition is something we understand. It's something that God understands. And because God understands it, we really should stop complaining in the sense that we think we're the only ones. Elijah, who was a great man of God, at one point in his life was so discouraged and so depressed that he thought he was the only one that was serving God out of the whole nation. And God gently reminded him that he was not and that he still had a work to do. No matter what you're facing today, no matter what it is, are you going through trouble right now in your life? I just want you to know that brothers and sisters are facing <coughs> the same types of things all over this world, and God sees it, he knows it, and the Bible said that he is going to make a way for you to overcome it. That the, that he's not going to allow it to be more than you can bear, and that scripture is either true or it's not. All God's people, the Bible calls them saints, face similar problems and trials, but we also have something else in common, and that is the rest of verse 13 where it says there's no temptation taking you but such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. You see, if you give up on serving God because it's too hard to serve God, that's not true, it's an excuse. Because there are other people in this world today and in times past that have went through what you're going through and even possibly worse. And they made it because they put their trust in a God who said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to just leave you hanging, but I'm going to come and answer your prayers. I'm going to work in your life. You stay faithful to me and watch how faithful I stay to you. You see... Where this program is going tonight is, yes, it's hard-hitting in the sense that, no, you're not special, 
You're not the only one that has faced health problems. You're not the only one that gets your feelings hurt. Some people seem like they get their feelings hurt so many times and everybody knows it. The best way to get your feelings hurt is for nobody to know it. You'll still get them hurt. You don't have to tell people they hurt your feelings. Tell God about it. God, you know, help me quit being such a big baby. You know, there are people I know that can't even work with people because they're, they can't, they get their feelings hurt. Wake up. We all get our feelings hurt. We all have to figure out ways to cope, compensate. And many times we just have to realize that we're being too sensitive. I don't know why I'm saying that. But, yeah, so this program is hard-hitting in the sense, and it seems callous. It seems maybe to you that I'm being, um, you know, like hard here that, oh, Pastor Bob, they just diagnosed me with cancer. You don't know what that's like. Okay, maybe I don't know exactly what that's like, but I can imagine what it's like. Everyone can. We all can. You know, we, we all know what it's like. Um, you know, I, I, I know what it's like when I was told many years ago that I had a daughter that had an incurable heart disease and she wouldn't live to be two years old. Yes, I know what it's like. I know what it feels like. I know the anger that I felt. Like, why? What did she ever do that was wrong? See, we're, we understand. You know, just when you come to visit our church, the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, North Dakota, you're going to be sitting with a bunch of people, and I just want you to be aware of this. They understand what it is to go through things. We all do. But there's something more that I want to just spend the rest of this program talking about today. That we have a God who is faithful. There is a a verse just such a nugget of inspiration found in Isaiah 41 and 10. And I love this verse, and I'm going to kind of dissect this verse in the next few minutes. But it says this, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. This verse came to me a week ago, a week and a half ago, on a little Bible app that I have that sends me a verse every day. It came to me right at the right time. I mean, just right at the right time. I was discouraged about something. I needed God to send a miracle. And this verse, you know, whoever puts that Bible app together, you know, whoever it is, you know, the uh, U version, I think it's called, <coughs> they must have known that I needed that verse that day. Because we have a God that no matter what you're going through, He's there. He is. Isaiah 41 and 10. If you're sitting somewhere, get your Bible. You know, if you're on your phone, get your Bible on your phone. Look at this verse with me. 
This verse was also written to God's children. This verse is a good verse to put to memory. He said, first of all, fear thou not. Fear is common to all of us. People say, well, brave people aren't afraid. You couldn't be a brave person if you weren't afraid. There's no such thing as courage if there's no such thing as fear. It would be called stupidity. If you're not afraid to drive 150 miles an hour on a motorcycle, you're, then you're just something, you've, you've had a lobotomy or something. No, fear is common to all of us. But here in Isaiah 41 and 10, he starts out by commanding us to not fear. Why? Well, he gives us the reason. He said, I am with thee. Fear not, for I am with thee. You don't have to be afraid when God's with you. You know, one thing I never had that I kind of wished I would have had maybe was a big brother. Never had a big brother. Big brothers could come in pretty handy <coughs> sometimes. So there was, When I was in grade school, there was a couple boys that were older than me. I was third grade. They were sixth grade. One was named Tom, and the other, his name was Rhett. And Rhett and Tom had it out for me. They were, nowadays you would call them bullies. Looking back on it, I taunted them. I remember one time in my in, in our my upstairs window on Third Street, this kind of ugly pink house we lived in there. My mom will remember. Uh, I was yelling at them as they were walking down the street. You know, I was taunting them. They couldn't get to me, of course, because I was upstairs in my bedroom. So I'm sure I had it coming somehow from Tom and Rhett. But anyway, they were always threatening to do me bodily harm. And um, they were a lot bigger than I was. And one day, Tom caught me. He was chasing me, and he caught me. And, he, and I was right in front of my best friend, Mark Christie's house. And Tom threw me on the ground. He spit on my coat and said, lick it off, kid. And I was looking at this spit that was on my coat, thinking about licking it off, you know, rather than getting beat up. And just then, there was this booming voice. Hey, what are you doing out there? And it was my best friend, Mark's big brother. It was either Dave or Doug. I don't remember which one, but they were both in high school. (laughs) And boy, Tom took off running like fast. And I got up and wiped my coat off, and I thought, I wished I had a big brother. You say, why did you tell that story, Pastor Bob? I'll tell you why. Because in Isaiah 41.10, God said, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. The Bible said when Jesus rose from the dead, he's he's, uh, the firstborn of many brethren. (laughs) I mean, I know he's my God, but he's my big brother. You know, he's, he's there for us. Yes, you go through things. That's common to man. But what's common to the children of God is that we have a God that goes through those things with us. Let me let me just look at some of my texts here. I'm going to play part of a song. And uh, this is just kind of a quiet little song. I'm not going to play this whole song. But text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Stay in Isaiah 41 and 10.
whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Whosoever believeth on him, the scripture says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Whosoever believeth on him, for the scripture saith, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For there is no difference no difference between There is no difference Between you and me The same God over all Is rich unto all that call Upon him Whosoever Believeth on him shall not Ashamed, whosoever believeth on him, as the scripture say, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For there is no difference between there is no difference between you and me the same God overall is rich unto all that call upon him there's no difference between you and me and we have the same God. We obeyed that apostolic plan of salvation found in Acts 2.38. Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Interesting texts coming in. And uh, Brother Griffith texted me, First Thessalonians 5.16-18. through 18. Rejoice evermore, be pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Very good. Fits right in with the program tonight because we're all in the same boat. All of God's children are in the same boat. Jody texted, she said, um, I loved having a big brother. She had a big brother named Jonathan. Did Jonathan ever protect you from any trouble, Jody? Did he ever help you out? Uh, somebody asked, who sang that song? That's that's Lance Appleton. Didn't it? Don't you know you're Lance Appleton yet, Brother Luna? <clears throat> that's Lance Appleton. He was messing with me earlier. I asked him, if you're going to send me tick, scripture, uh, you got to write it out. And he just sent 
<laughs> he did, he was just irritating me, I think, trying to. But that's all right. He's a fr- good friend of mine. I, I, I mess with him and tease him, too. I, I was just going to tell you stories about Brother Luna, but I, I won't hear. Isaiah, we're talking about we're all in the same boat. We're all, the human condition's similar. Uh, we <coughs> We all understand what we go through. We understand that. When somebody commits suicide, you say, well, it's hard for me to understand that. I'm like, no, I understand that. I, I understand that. I've never been suicidal, but I, I understand what it would be like to feel that way, to feel dark like that, to wonder if there's any hope. If, if you begin to lose focus on faith and miracles and trust in God, um, yes, life can be sad. You know, it, it can. But that's not where I live, but I understand that. You know, Isaiah 41 and 10, that's where we were before. Boy, people are just texting like crazy. You hear all that dinging? My phone isn't on silent for some reason. I don't know. Should have done that before I got in the studio. Isaiah 41.10, fear thou not, that's where we were, for I am with thee. And then he said, be not dismayed. Now, that word dismayed is from a Hebrew word, shaw-aw. Uh, shaw-aw, uh, maybe we get our word awe from that kind of, but it, it's to gaze at or look around in amazement, be bewildered, like, like it's like fear, but it's also kind of like why you know like what's going on like to be totally knocked off your feet by a problem and isaiah 41 says fear thou not i am with thee be not dismayed or or bewildered but it tells us why we're not supposed to because he says i am thy god what did he say Did he say he is my God? Isn't that interesting? That the God that created the universe could be my God? Like, my God? And if he's my God, does it make sense when David wrote, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't be afraid. Because you're with me. No matter what we face. You know, I'll tell you this. I'm going to be 64 this summer, and I feel good. I hope I can pastor until at least I'm 70. I hope my mind stays sharp and that I can help people. I'd like to, and I'd like to preach a lot longer than that. But you know, one thing that I, one desire I have is I want to die well. Does that make sense? Like, I want to be so full of the Spirit of God that I'm not afraid to die. Now, I can't tell you, because I haven't, I'm not facing it right now, but that's my desire. And I believe as long as I stay focused on the fact that He is my God. The words, my God, are found 148 times in the Bible. Like, 
Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Paul was saying, my God. You know, uh, Micah 7 through 7, Micah 7, 7 and 8, Therefore I will look unto the Lord, I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. Arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I hope I'm encouraging somebody here that's going through trouble tonight. Number one, we're not the only ones. And number two, we all have this in common also. If we're one of God's children, we have a God that will is with us, and he is our God. That ought to give you goosebumps. It just did me. He's my God. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. And then there are three promises found in this, this verse. If you're just tuning in, Isaiah 41 and 10, if you're just tuning in, I'm not going to say everything I just said. You just missed out on another wonderful program. <laughs> but I'll try to help you in this last 15 minutes. There are three promises in Isaiah 41 and 10 for all the people that are faithful. These promises are not for people that are just murmuring and complaining and thinking they're the only ones that are going through trouble. But these promises are for the faithful. Number one, he said, I will strengthen thee. When you're going through something and you stay faithful to God, he will strengthen you. The psalmist said in Psalm 118 and verse 14, the Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. Isaiah chapter 40, which is just such a beautiful chapter, verse 29, he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. You know, this, um, Jody's just texted that her big brother always protected her, protected her a lot. And she said she, she, <laughs> she said everybody thought her brother was good looking too, her big brother. The, um, I don't know why <coughs> that, that doesn't even have anything to do with my program, Jody. We're not talking about God being good looking here. We're talking about him protecting us anyway. She's just teasing me. Second promise in Isaiah 41 and 10, I will help thee. I don't know why I'm reading those so slow. Am I dumbing this down or what? Number one, I will strengthen thee. Number two, I will help thee. God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, according to Psalm 46 and 1. Isaiah 41 and 13 says that, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm, Jacob, and ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Twice he said it right there. 
and then he called us worms. <laughs> well, in a loving way, you know, you little worm. You know, what, what was God saying there? Like he was saying, you can't do anything. You know, worms don't have a big protection situation. All they can do is run and hide. And he said, listen, you worm Jacob, I will help thee. God is a help, a very present help. Yeah, good, Brother Johnson. Hebrews eleven sixteen. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Exactly. He's not ashamed to be called our God. That, that means something to me. <clears throat> you know, um, Isaiah or Hebrews 13 and 5 says, Let your conversation be without covetous, covetousness, and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. This verse says that not only is God our helper, but he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. So let's not do that to him. He promised not to do it to us. You know, um, Brother Ben Yoder just texted me a scripture in in Joshua 1 and 9, Have not I commanded thee? Be be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Oh, little Skylie just fell off her bike. That's Jody's. Jody's listening tonight. She broke, she damaged her permanent front tooth. That happened to Lainey Skylie here two weeks ago. She she fell off the bike and knocked out both of her front permanent teeth, and she had to go to the dentist and get new ones put in there or welded on there or whatever they do. It looks pretty good. <clears throat> and finally, the third promise in Isaiah 41 and 10, he said, I will hold you up by my right hand. This is an amazing promise to the faithful of God's people that he's going to grab you by his right hand and he's going to hold you up. Oh, you know, I just... uh, Can I I play a goofy song? I just, I want to play this song. It doesn't have, doesn't have anything to do with my program. But tonight, let me just play, play this song. You know what? I should play this song at the end, maybe. No, I'll, I'll play the goofy song. Probably at the end. I'll do that. It is a, it's a really goofy song. Doesn't have anything to do with the program either. But Isaiah 41 and 10, either this verse is true or it's not. If you're faithful to God, these promises are either for you or they're not for you. I mean, but they're for you. Hang in there. He sees where you are. He'll bring you through. Don't fall into the trap of murmuring and complaining. You know, I I love being a pastor. I love preaching, but I do get discouraged. And what discourages me is when people quit and give up. That discourages me. Because there's no sense in it. There's no reason for it. But this topic tonight is the reason many 
many people do quit is because they think <coughs> that God has abandoned them, that they're the only one going through this, <coughs> that they maybe they're in a situation where their spouse has been unfaithful to them, and uh, and they think, you know, you know, I'm the only person that's ever faced this. But you're not. God has brought other people through. He'll bring you through. The only difference between the people that go to heaven and the people that don't are the people that go to heaven are the ones that don't quit. They don't give up. We all face the same things. We all go through discouragement. We all go through times of being down. We all go through wondering where God's at sometimes. Every person does that. You know, everyone. Um, every person has been faced with temptation. Every single young man has been faced with sexual temptation. Every single one. If you're a single young man listening today, and you're thinking you're the only person that's battling the things you're battling, you're not. These temptations are common to man. Everything. But what's also common to man is that we have a resource, a faithful God, and everything I'm talking tonight is based out of 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There's no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. So don't quit. Don't give up. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. That's true with God, too. See, Satan is a deceiver and he wants you to quit. But don't be deceived by Satan. Oh, somebody wants me to play that goofy song. Do you really want me to? All right, well, I'll play it. Okay, just see if you like this song. Um, this is not something I'm going to play. I'm going to play it off a playlist, okay, Melissa? So I don't have my guitar in the studio. I do know some goofy songs I can play on the guitar, but just, I don't know why I wanted to play this song tonight, but just listen to it. Hey there, Delilah, this is your ex-boyfriend, Samson, and I know you thought that lifting weights made me so buff and handsome, you were wrong. It's cause I let my hair grow long, that makes me strong. Hey there, Delilah, you came in while I was sleeping, and I couldn't feel you cutting, and I didn't hear you creeping out the door. You left my hair piled on the floor. While I just snored Oh, what you did to me Oh, while I was asleep Oh, I'm a Nazarene No, but you shaved me clean Delilah, you're so mean I killed a lion, big and mean And slaughtered many Philistines All with the donkey Jawbone, that's no lie. 
Now I'm chained up to the wall and I can't cry no tears at all Because they came and gouged out both my eyes Why'd you grab your clipping shears and shave my head like Britney Spears And now I'm standing here in total shame And you're to blame Hey there Delilah, why did you have to deceive me? And it's hard for me to think not long ago I wanted you to be my bride But you took too much off the sides Hey there Delilah, when you Just tell the devil I said hi And he'll know why Oh, it's what you did to me Oh, now I feel so weak Oh, I look like a freak You know, Delilah, you're a geek Oh, you're such a geek Oh, why did I do that? Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is song, that was uh, some guy named Hawkins, I think. Oh, some people said they liked that song. Okay, well, good. Got a lot of people texting me tonight. Uh, Casey is texting me. We've got um, Shane, are you listening out there tonight? Looks like he might be listening. Uh, Phil and Lisa are listening. Good to have them listening. Those are good people. Uh, I didn't mention everybody, but just a bunch of folks that are listening tonight. We've got, um, ah, let's see. Yeah. We, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is show, we've got, um, name of the program tonight is All in the Same Boat. You can make it. I can make it. If you can make it, I can make it. If I can make it, you can make it. You and I aren't that much different. You know, we aren't. This idea that you're so special that you can't live for God, that's a deception. This idea that that you're the only person that ever got your feelings hurt by a preacher, that's your deception. Pastor Bob doesn't want to hurt people's feelings. I don't go out in life trying to hurt people's feelings, but I do hurt people's feelings. I'm not proud of that. I'm just telling you I do, but I just want you to know that I've got my feelings hurt too. You know, I've I've been tempted to act like a baby too. It's it's common to man. You know, this, this, um, it, it is, it's common to man, you know, our, our feelings. You know, this, um, this program tonight is meant to encourage, you know, it could, it could discourage you, I suppose, if you have a tendency to want to have live in self-pity and feel sorry for yourself. But it's intended to encourage because I want you to understand that we are all similar and we all have the same opportunity with God. He's not, he doesn't play favorites. He doesn't treat one person better than another. He doesn't base anything on race. 
color, uh, ethnicity. He doesn't. You can go to Acts chapter 10 and find that out. In every nation, people that fear God and do righteousness will be accepted by him. And so whatever you're facing, and whatever you'll be facing tomorrow, be reassured that we all, it's common to man, but also we have a God that can help us. Pastor Bob pastors the New Life Pentecostal Church right in Dickinson, North Dakota. 501 Elks Drive's church is Wednesday night at 7.30, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Now, listen to this. 10 a.m. is Sunday school, and 11 a.m. is our worship service on Sunday. At 10 a.m., there's a basic Bible class that Pastor Bob teaches right out at the entryway area of the church. We have coffee, we have dessert, and if you don't even want to go to church, I want to encourage you to come to my class. You're not going to feel stupid. You're not going to feel uncomfortable. You can ask questions. There's t- It's a 21-lesson basic Bible class. You can start any lesson in the middle. It doesn't matter where you start. I teach the same 21 lessons every Sunday. We're on a, Like this coming Sunday, we'll be on Lesson 12. And I want you to be in that class. If you live in the Dickinson area and you want to know something about the Bible, come to the class. 10 o'clock, Sunday mornings, 501 Elks Drive. And then, of course, there's Sunday school for the kids. There's other Sunday school classes for the adults. But I want you to come to that class. And then at 11 is our worship service Friday mornings. At 6 a.m. at our church, we have a men's Bible study, and there's usually something to eat and coffee there. So come to that if you'd like to. Tuesday nights in Beach at 7.30 at the Beach Communities Center we have church. And Wednesday night again in Dickinson at 7.30. We have church service in Bowman at 7.30 on Wednesday nights. In Bowman on Sunday mornings at 10.30. We also have a church in Beach, or excuse me, Beulah, North Dakota, Newtown, Williston, um, Bismarck, Mandan, Minot. What am I forgetting in this western North Dakota area? What did I forget? So we have churches all over this area. We can get you to a church. Thanks for listening tonight. A lot of people texting. I didn't get to answer everybody's text, but... um, God bless you. I'll pray for you, Lord Jesus. We pray tonight for those that are listening. Um, We ask you to help each one, Lord. God, I pray that you help us to realize that we're not so special, but God, we have a special relationship with you. All of us do. And I just pray, Lord, that you would help us, that you would help us to help Skyly, Lord, tonight with her, her damage to her teeth that she had. God, I pray for each person that's looking for truth tonight that you'll help them to realize that we all have an equal opportunity with you. We just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. God bless you, and uh, thanks for listening tonight. I enjoyed the program. I hope you did. Next Sunday night at 8.06 Mountain Time, we'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is radio show. The Lord will be returning very soon. 
Maybe evening, morning, or at noon. Not for the foolish virgins, but the wise. Then recompense the world for all their lies. The born again believers will sing their triumph song. Say la, it might not be too long. Standing by, waiting for that trumpet in the sky. Then the archangel will blow it loud, and we'll all meet together in the clouds. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, is what we ought to pray. Say, Ah, He might just come today. And trials for us to learn to cultivate a Christ-like attitude. Be holy unto Jesus, the bread of life, our food. We'll hear the words, thou good and faithful servant, enter in. Say, Ah, your rest will now begin. Think about it before it gets too late. You better say lock, 'cause when he comes back, he won't wait. You better count the cost. There's one thing you can't buy. Won't be no tickets sold on eBay when we fly. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back real soon. Don't know just when it could be morning, night, or noon. Is coming back as a thief in the night. Before he does, my friends, you better make things right. For above the clouds, we'll live on high. No more sickness, no more tears. We'll never have to die. The mystery of godliness is shown. The glory of the Father to. Been made known. Forever we will praise Jesus throughout eternity. Say la, well that's what it means to me. That's what it means to me. That's what it means to me. Well that's what it means to me. So come quickly, Lord Jesus. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. You better make things right. We just might leave tonight. Holy Ghost to come in. You better 
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.